welcome to the second series of the Reworked podcast, brought to you by diversity consultancy EW Group. I'm Rachel Wilson, and every fortnight I'll be speaking to CEOs, HR leaders and workplace activists about the steps they are taking to reform and rework organisational culture. Welcome to this special episode, which we've called How to Rework. This is the first in our series of mini-guides to diversity and inclusion topics. This week, we're focusing on the topic we get asked about most often at EW Group, unconscious bias. So first, it sounds like a very technical term, but what do we mean by unconscious bias? Well, in layperson's terms, unconscious bias might also be described as going on gut instinct, having a knee-jerk reaction, or making assumptions. Why does unconscious bias exist? Well, people are naturally biased, and even when you intend to be completely fair, your brain has a hard time remaining impartial. Cognitive or unconscious biases are the mind's way of making associations between two concepts automatically, and can be helpful mental shortcuts, allowing us to process information rapidly. We instinctively place people into categories using criteria like skin colour, weight, age, gender, accent level of education, sexuality, social status, and so on. This categorising saves our brain the time and effort of absorbing and processing information, allowing us to use our mental resources for other tasks. Unfortunately, the same process can also affect our behaviour in undesirable ways and prevents us from acting in our own best interests. Categorising people can lead us to make assumptions about them that may well not be true and to treat them differently based on those biases. Even if we don't consciously believe in these stereotypes, our brain has a natural tendency to rely on them. So is unconscious bias scientifically proven? The answer to that is yes. We're asking our brains to process millions of bits of information in any given day, but we can only consciously process about 40 pieces of information every few minutes. So the brain has to create shortcuts, which we use subconsciously. The part of the brain responsible for creating these mental shortcuts is called the amygdala. The amygdala is an almond-shaped set of neurons located deep in the brain's medial temporal lobe. It's shown to play a key role in the processing of emotions, so the amygdala forms part of the limbic system. It is also the part of our brain which detects and responds to fear and danger. So how does my brain know which shortcuts to take? Our mental shortcuts are guided by the patterns we see in the world around us. We're each influenced by our upbringing, our friends, our education, our past experiences, the media, and the list goes on. These are our sources of influence, and they affect how we feel about and react to different people. Our unconscious shortcuts are therefore shaped by the world around us and don't always align with our conscious beliefs. I bet you're listening to this and thinking, I'm pretty sure I'm not biased. But there's been lots of research into bias, which has shown time and again that none of us are immune to it. It's been shown to affect how we recruit people, how we give people feedback and how salary negotiations play out. Just for a few examples. In one study of a recruitment process, a CV was considered by different recruiting managers. The CV was identical, except for the fact that one had the name John at the top and the other had the name Jennifer. 
the managers overwhelmingly decided to offer the job to John. They on average would pay him a higher starting salary and be more likely to mentor him. This is despite having an identical CV to Jennifer. What's more, it didn't make any difference whether the hiring manager was a man or a woman. They still displayed the same bias towards John. Unconsciously. The same study has been repeated using ethnically diverse sounding names alongside white Western names. And those with the Anglo sounding names were shown to be more likely to get a call back for a second interview. Research in London has shown that you're more likely to get offered a job as a man if you are wearing black shoes over brown ones to an interview. Black shoes have a historical association with professional roles and a higher social class. Most of us would never hold this as a conscious belief, but somehow it still impacts our decision-making to this day. Getting very specific, research published in the European Journal of Finance in 2016 showed that professional financial advisors with millionaire clients gave biased advice, unconsciously. They considered female investors to be less knowledgeable about investments than men and to have less control over their investment portfolios. Again, this was true regardless of the gender of the financial advisor. This astonishing bias against high-wealth individuals by members of their own gender demonstrates one of the great truths about unconscious bias. We all have it, whether we acknowledge it or not, because it's a natural human trait that is created by the world around us. So how does bias affect you at work? Well, you're most susceptible to making a biased decision when you're interacting with other people. In any conversation with your direct reports or colleagues, you are at risk of making assumptions, jumping to conclusions or reverting to those gut instincts. If you're interacting with other people and you're also under pressure, then your likelihood of being governed by your biases increases again. And if you're having to fill in the blanks due to lack of information or at the other extreme you have information overload, then again, the impact of bias is more pronounced. So how can we combat bias? Fortunately, there's a lot we can do to combat unconscious bias. When EW Group trains individuals on how to challenge their biases in the workplace, the first step is to acknowledge that unconscious bias exists, that we all have preconceptions about people which we cannot control. When you ask most people to justify a decision or choice they've made, they will have an explanation, but it's often not the whole truth. We are trained to rationalise decisions that have actually been made by our subconscious without any logical input. In order to overcome the bias that's built into our brain, we need to question our beliefs and decisions, even, probably more often, when they feel right. Bias is different for all of us, but it is often completely at odds with our conscious beliefs. I doubt many of you listening get out of bed in the morning planning to treat people differently or unfairly, or unequally, but the results of numerous scientific studies prove that we do. The only effective way to override unconscious bias is to continually practice questioning the assumptions you are making about others based on how they look, who they are, and how they present themselves. I hope this episode gave you some ideas that you can replicate in your own organisation. We'd love it if you could leave a review and also subscribe to Reworked so you don't miss our next episode. Diversity and inclusion at work has never been higher up the agenda. The EW Group team includes learning and development specialists, 
facilitators, researchers and analysts, all with deep expertise in equality, diversity and inclusion. If you think we can help you rework your own culture, please get in touch.